it's Cammy and it's Amanda and we're basically basic we're back you guys for the most basic fall season of all we could not enter into the fall season and not connect with you guys no. again and say hey we are here we did not disappear well we did disappear we did but for good reason yeah we disappeared <laughs> but we're back it was like a really cool magic trick and here we are, here we are. just in time for fall which is giving us all the feels but before we get into this podcast today, we just want to say that we really did miss you guys. We did. And also want to clarify really quickly, we did not have a falling out. We <laughs> oh my are, gosh, I didn't even think about it. Our friendship Amanda. is still intact. Do you Nothing think people happened. thought we fought? I think so. I think so because I'm real, really drawing a blank here, but somebody had asked me that I ran into like a, a, like a friend and, well, they weren't that good of a friend, obviously, because I don't remember who it was. But <laughs> My best friend, don't know their name, but they're my bestie. I ran into somebody and they were like, oh my, like, I was kind of wondering, like, are stop. you and Cami okay? Is everything, like, I was wondering why y'all just kind of stopped. Okay, well, now I feel like we need to, like, make up some drama that happened and be like, guys, we totally thought we didn't talk for the whole summer, but we made up over a pumpkin spice latte and, and then here now we are. we're fine. The fall basic season brought us back together. No, actually, you know what, Amanda? I feel like it's almost the opposite. It's like... Because we're such good friends, we were just very, like, we're so honest with each other of, like, our capacity and, like, where we're at. We are. And. And intentional. And just intentional. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like we both, like, I mean, more me than you. Like, I just want to say, I know, like, I've been, which we'll talk about this on the podcast today, but I feel like I've just been at a season of realizing my own, like, capacity, priorities, like, just trying not to take on too much. And I feel like we just would try to meet for a podcast and it'd be like, okay, like this week is, it'd be like, we'd be switching off of like who couldn't do it. Totally, yes. And we've always said this, but like this podcast is an overflow project. It's Mm -hmm. like from the place of like something that we love that God gave us that we want to steward well, but also we never want to feel like a burden. No. You know, so it's like, totally. It is something that's supposed to be fun and like life-giving for us and for our listeners. And like, I don't know about you, but when I hear somebody do something that's a passion project and you can tell that they've lost their passion. Like, it, you can tell. You can when they Like, it's like the it. fifth record of an artist that you can tell is, like, done being an artist. And you're like, this is not good because you <laughs> maybe, don't care. Maybe that's Unless you're Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Taylor Swift and you can make three albums in one pandemic year. Yes. Then you're fine. For sure. <laughs> um, but also, when you were saying that, I was kind of thinking, I also love that you and I both have, like, a history and still probably have to, like, check ourselves in this. But we have a tendency to want to people, please. 100%. And I love that with this podcast, we've never felt the need to show up to please the other person. Yes. I've never felt that way. No. And so I think that's why basically, you know, we'd had our last podcast and then over the summer, we're both moms. We both are in a season where we work part-time on other jobs. We still do this. It's like our passion project. And I think we both kind of, without realizing it, came to a point where we were like, listen, like you were saying, if our passion for this can't be at full passion capacity right now, then it's just kind of falling to the wayside, honestly. 100%. And I think, here's my big thing. The word that I've been feeling a lot from the Lord recently has been integrity. And so I feel like I wanted, I really want to be a person of integrity. Like it matters to me a lot. And I think if we're getting on the podcast and we're talking about things like priorities, scheduling, our faith, putting God first, our marriages, our families, like I never want to be the person that gets up and is like, talking about these things but then at home I'm like okay but actually what took me to get to record this podcast was I neglected my son I neglected my husband totally my house is and like I think there's a season for everything to prioritize but 
even like our friendship, like the funny thing is you guys, we've actually met this summer, obviously and hung out. Right. And like a couple of times the intention was let's get together and do, to a, do podcast. a podcast. And we would talk instead. Yes. But and we hadn't up. seen each other right. and we're like. We're because like, we do get to see each other, but not as often as we'd like. For sure. So even when we would get together to do a podcast, we would meet up and then we would call it like our 10 minute hot takes. We're like, okay. Before we press record, yes. let's, let's talk about just like 10 minutes. We're going to just do like a 10 minute. We're going to really quickly chat about the things that we want to catch up on and then we'll do the podcast. And I think just summer vibes must have gotten out to us, but we were so like, let's 100%. just be friends for a minute yeah. and just visit when we want to like hang out together and not have to press record. We need to tell them really quickly the the last time guys that we tried to do a podcast, okay, we just, <laughs> I'm going to do this real it. short. We were really excited. We were meeting in Fort Worth, like, in this city, which, like, now we're both kind of living in the suburbs, so I totally. felt, like, so, like, in my 20s. I was, yeah. like, in my field. We're like, oh, this is old, Kimmy and Amanda. We're like, like okay. we just do this. You yeah. just go get a coffee and walk around, yes, like, downtown. Yes, we're in New York. Right? New York, downtown Fort Worth. Except it was, like, a million degrees, like, heat <laughs> of summer. And we get this co-working space, and we're, like, so pumped, because on the website, it says, like... You Pod- can do podcasts. Yeah, podcasting room. Which tells me, I would think that there's like rooms that are have good sound. There's like right, space to do that. Room. Well, not true. We get there and like every single room that we like try to go to is like the most echoey. Like we might as well have been in a soda can recording a podcast. <laughs> like sound bouncing off. Truly. And then we finally find this little like a nice TV, room, a closet. Not a room. Closet. A closet. It's a closet. One chair fits in there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, let's sit on each other's lap and record this podcast, which we're like, we can clearly only use one mic at this point. We we're finally ready to record. We sit down, and no, I'm not even joking you. The it's like one of those little like phone rooms. So like, there's a room like with a wall like touching our wall. The second we press record, the man in the room next to us starts talking. Like, I swear if I was in a different state, I could have heard him on this phone call. Like, it was full on, like, the loudest conversation I've ever heard. He was talking so loud. And, like, we're, I was like, let's just record and see if you can hear him. Oh, yeah. He, oh, was, yeah, basically, he was the guest of our podcast that day. <laughs> we didn't know him. But he was on it. So, listen. I do think that the Lord knew when we needed to come yes. back. And today is the day. And what better time than we've, we've hit the first day of fall. The pumpkin cream cold brew is out. Honestly, what more could you want? There's a teeny bit of crisp in the morning air. There is. There really is. And it's so nice. It's so nice. It, like, my whole mood changes. Can I just, <laughs> before we go into our drinks, can I just say, like, I know that you guys know, obviously, we're called Basically Basic. Like, we love fall. I feel like PSLs are, like, so basic. I don't know if the world knows that my husband loves fall more than anyone I've, I've ever met. Like, he really does. It is not. No. Like, if you think... Our, I love fall. Like, it's all because it's of Steve. Nothing can be, yeah. The first day that there was even, like, a tiny bit of, like, Christmas in the air, he, he like, comes home. He's, like, literally whistling when he, like, walks in the door. He's so happy. He takes Olsen outside immediately, and he's like, son, you don't even know, but, like, this is the best season. Like, just get ready. Like, telling him. Like, Stop. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I love that then we so put much. Olsen to bed, and, we, and he, like, looks at me with this, like, smirk in his eye, and he's like, I have a surprise for you takes me by the hand, walks me outside to his truck. And I'm like, what is going on? And this is the funny thing. He goes, he goes, I got you a Louis Vuitton purse. And I'm like, for real? I'm like, this is the (laughs) best day of my life. Okay. (laughs) Then he goes, just kidding. It's better than that. And I'm like, okay, first of all, what's better than that? that? (laughs) I'm thinking to myself like, um, okay. I can't even think what would be better than that right now. Takes me, opens his trunk or the truck bed of his truck, 20 pumpkins. He went that day and bought a ton of pumpkins, and he was beaming. And I was like, first of all, I wanted to tell him later, I'm like, okay, so excited. (laughs) 
<laughs> but like, if you're gonna do a surprise, it needs to one up what you originally said. So, so like, <laughs> if you can't tell me, you don't downgrade. You got me a Louis Vuitton and then open up a truck bed of pumpkins. Like, love pumpkins. But like, I'm at heart definitely oh was more gosh, excited when you told me that you got me a Louis Vuitton. Like, I realized the pumpkins were on a random Tuesday. For you? Yeah. Oh. But he was so excited, and then we, you know, unloaded all the pumpkins, and then the next morning when we woke up. Before we even, like, fed Olsen breakfast, whatever, he takes him outside and, like, showed him all the pumpkins. And thank God I have, like, the most expressive child ever because he was doing his, like, wow, wow face. face. yeah. And, like, wanted to touch them all. And Steven's, like, I he probably wanted to cry. <laughs> oh For real. Gosh. I love it so much. So we are listen, in the season of all seasons. We're in the season of all seasons. And listen, so Steven's birthday is the day after me. He's the sixth, right? He's No, we, before, always, we, do always, do we always do this. His is the fourth. Gosh. Yours is the fifth, but I always oh, think always yours do. is the third, and you always think his, his is, is the, the sixth. Six. Okay, so Steven's the fourth. Steven's the fourth. You're Mine's the fifth. the fifth. And let me tell you, you don't mess with Libra season. <laughs> so. You guys are the most October. October. Is, even the fact that your hair is red, it's like, God wanted you to be a pumpkin. No, I, my color palette of myself is it's fall. fall. Yeah. I'm a fall right. color palette. I know. He you knew. Are. He knew. You know. Anyways, enough about Libra season. <laughs> okay. About that. <laughs> okay. So really quickly, because I can't seem to figure out a segue to combine waxing and the Lord in a sentence. I'm going to start with this story before we dive into our Jesus moments. <laughs> are we going to do coffee first? Oh, let's do coffee first. Coffee We're first. Talk about coffee, and then I have to tell you guys the story of my recent wax experience, which I'm just going to let you know. I. I really, like, fronted this with Cami first. I was like, listen, is this TMI? Our listeners going to be like, please don't ever talk about this again. And Cami was like, no, because she doesn't even know the story. I don't even know the story. So you, she started to tell me the story, and I'm like, here, I, I literally told her to stop because I'm like, <laughs> okay, the whole point of our podcast is, like, we're to be you're getting coffee with yep. Cami and Amanda. Yep. And, like, and this is something I would tell you over yes, coffee. Yes. you're about to tell me, and I'm like, this is the girliest thing I've ever heard. And <laughs> also, like... I know our listeners have missed us. I'm like, this is the content they're this here is the con- for. I really hope you guys are here for the real real because I'm about to, it's get, about to get real. After so, this after our coffee order. As we are sipping our coffee and having this conversation, yep. Amanda, what are you drinking today from Starbucks? So as we all know, it's pumpkin cream cold brew season. Yes, I'm it is. drinking that PCC, but here's a little bit different. I did a little bit <laughs> different. I don't like it quite as sweet. So I do a grande, pumpkin cream cold brew, no vanilla. And extra ice, which is it's really so good. good. And if, if you want like a teeny bit of a sweetener, you can still do one pump of vanilla. But I just do no vanilla because the pumpkin cream cold foam on top it's is sweet. really just enough to wet my whistle. <laughs> Sounded a little inappropriate with the segue that we're about to go into, but okay. Uh, Amanda's whistle is wet, apparently. <laughs> I mean, we're going to move on. Um, so just so you guys know... Amanda ordered me the same drink. I'm drinking it. But I did tell her I have a little, like, life hack. If you're wanting a cold... She's still dying. You've not recovered. No, we haven't recovered. Sorry. Okay. 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 So, pumpkin cream cold brew. If you're wanting that, but you're not wanting, like, the full cold brew. Like, the full cold foam. If you're like, okay, because... They do post the calories on there. So when you see them, if you're like, that's not I know. that's not in the budget today. Yeah. Then here's what you do. You get a regular cold brew. You just put one pump of pumpkin and you get almond milk. Oh, see, that's a hack. That's it a is. life and hack. It, and it really, it tastes like a pumpkin-y cold brew, but oh. not like the sweet, not the foamy. You need to text that so we can put it okay. in like captions. Yeah, it's really good. It's really, really good. And it's like, 
I don't know how many calories, but who cares? It also cracks me up every time I order almond milk now because I'm like, if you're if you're Says a the almond milk hater, I know they'll know the journey I've been on, and I like love almond milk now. It's so crazy. Oh, I love that. Okay. But I haven't. I think that pumpkin cream cold brew was like a gift to Texas. Because, it was. We because, talked about this last year. Yeah, I think. Oh, we did. Yeah, right? because it really is like. I want the pumpkin stuff yet, but it's just not – we're not at the pumpkin spice yeah. latte It's yet. not quite – we're not at 65 degrees. No, no. we're not, unless we're we wake like up at 4 a.m. Like yeah. Steven. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it, – you know, but it gives you that pumpkin-y feel. But I cannot wait because we're going on a little trip for Amanda's birthday. And, and Steven's, Steven's birthday. Steven, hope you're not listening to yeah. this episode. Yeah, sorry, Steven. <laughs> and I really think that that will be the time. Don't you think? I hope so. Mid-October. Mid-October. It, be- it better be, honestly. Yeah, I'm as a Libra season. No, it, yeah, right. They, like I'm gonna pray and be like, Lord, you know that we need one day you know, on that trip that Stephen feels really Amanda cold. Really want this. And I guarantee you, Stephen will be the first person in line to get that PSL. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna be so fun. I can't wait. Okay, so Amanda, tell Hit us your it. story. Take it away. So I'm 30. I will be 32 in a couple weeks, and I've never had a Brazilian. And I have a perfect friend. segue. Perfect segue. <laughs> Listen, nothing's better than wet metal soul, so I don't really... Really, we've already gone there today. I don't know how to top it, honestly. Um, Okay, so I've never had a Brazilian, and I had a friend who gets them quite often, and she was like, listen, if you've never had a Brazilian, Brazilian, you have to go to this lady. I was like, okay, you sold me. Apparently, she does this, like, cooling gel thing afterwards, and I was like, great, let's let's just do this. I already told Amanda when she started to tell me this story, I said, I'm in physical pain right now, hearing, hearing this story... Like, I know some of you listeners probably get Brazilians all the time. Probably. To me, it just sounds like the most painful thing Yeah, ever. I'm interested. Honestly, I'm really interest, interested to see, like, what everyone else's Brazilian experience is like. Because also, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I have, like, a beauty curse when it comes to nails. I need to pray for you. Well, no, truly. We need to pray over all, all of it. Appointments. So, anytime we go get our nails done, basically, Cammie has, like, nail favor that just I have lost somewhere along the way. And I, I get the lady who doesn't want to be there. The guy who's, like, you know, ready to go home. They, like, always give my cuticle. Like, my cuticles bleed. You're bleeding every time. Yeah, I'm in pain. It's not enjoyable. Pedicures are not enjoyable to me. It's more just, like, get this over with. The person who's giving you a massage is, like, rolling their eyes and, like, barely touching you. Yeah, half of them even know. I say hello, and the other one's like, excuse me, speaking? Yeah, why are you talking to me? (laughs) Exactly. So, I've now learned this has, you know, gone over into my waxing experiences as well. So... I, it, my appointment was like on a Monday or Tuesday. I was like living normal life. I had to work. Like got the kids to school, doing the whole thing. And the address is Fort Worth, but I didn't because I had never been there. I didn't realize it was like extended amount Fort Worth. Like it was further north than I had imagined. And so I'm running a teeny bit late because of this. And I was like, oh shoot, it's my first one. So this is how the appointment starts out. It starts off in just a really bad fit. I. I get a text from this girl, and she's like, hi, Amanda, I see that you're running five minutes late, uh, just so you know, or no, she said, I see you're running a little bit late, just so you know, there's a grace period, and after five minutes, you're fully charged, and, like, basically, I can't accept five you. minutes? Five minutes. Oh, and this was, my no. appointment was at one, this was, like, at 103 when I get this text. And I was like, I'm so sorry, so I pick up the phone and call her, and I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm actually really close, but I can't find the spa, because the name of it, which shall not be named... The name of it was not this. I was looking for the name of her business, and it was like in one of those massive spas where it's like oh. a suite. It's in like a. So you're little, like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what I was looking for, which should have been sent out ahead of time. For sure, not your fault. <laughs> and so that's how we start off. So I find it. I walk in. A mask are also required, which I did not get that memo. I left my mask in the oh, car. No. So I get to the finally find her suite number, and the first thing is she goes, "Where's your mask?" 
And I was like, oh, uh, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was trying to rush in here. I left it in the car. I'm going to be able to put it back on. She was like, no, just grab one of these, but it's a dollar. So just hurry it's and put it It's a dollar? Okay. No, I'm so out of this throw, place. The, re- the medical, like the toss ones. The it's a disposable dollar? Ones. It's a dollar. But I had to buy it because she wouldn't work right. me. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, just like charge to my card. Also forgot my wallet at home. <laughs> no, you did not. Get it, get it, get it. Praise God that I had prepaid and I I had put all my info in. So this Yeah, so they could charge you if you're five minutes late. Exactly. So this gal knows I'm now running late. I have don't have a mask on and I have forgotten my wallet. So she loves you. So I am quickly becoming her favorite client. (laughs) She's like, "Mm, this girl's my fave. And I'm about to see your vagina. So here we go. (laughs) Literally, so this whole time I'm thinking, like, oh gosh, this is you're you may take something out on me. Like you're gonna take some anger out on on my little my pretty little Also, words we never thought we'd say on this podcast. Welcome back, ladies. Here we are. Listen, we are out of the game of people pleasing and done. being politically so correct. Done. So I'm just gonna say, yeah, <laughs> so for real. So I, she is very frustrated. I can tell she's agitated with me at like how this is all starting. And I was like, you can. I said before you do it, I want you to know I forgot my wallet, but you can charge the card on file right. And she was like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh. And she was like, just she goes derobe, just derobe. So. D-robe. robe Are you supposed to, can you make me feel a little bit more loved and wanted? Like, maybe a little bit more comfortable? Strip down. Strip pull. down. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hearing. So, I do. I just pull my pants down and my underwear, and she was like, okay, um, not like, just don't, maybe just stand. She was like, pull them down once you're on the table. So, I have now half undressed in front of her, standing there. <laughs> this is everything out in the open. Because, like, what else are you I don't know what time. else to do. This is my first time. So, I wish you'd maybe feel, like, a little bit more comfortable, but... She did not, and she also, like, the people pleaser in me was feeling so bad that I had caused her this, like, right. abruption, you know, like, in her personality, in her day. And so I just, like, got on the table, and I was like, okay, just, like, laying there. And <laughs> the first, I was not prepared. The first strip hurt so bad that I, it was a knee-jerk reaction, and I let out a scream. No. <laughs> I screamed out loud. Loudly. It, it was like 40-year-old virgin status where he like yells yes. Kelly Clarkson. But I went, ah! But it was like, a, I mean, a very no. loud scream. And she immediately takes a step back and goes, okay, try not to do that because there's a spa next door. No. <laughs> she did. So then I just hugged her mouth and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm so sorry. I said that hurt so bad. I, I It was an uncontrollable scream. It took my right, breath like, away. It, my breath was taken away and I reacted like an animal because I feel like it was an animal reaction. <laughs> so I screamed. And then what I didn't realize is the Brazilian includes your whole shebang. No. It's front to back. So if you've ever changed a baby's diaper, I was the baby in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she just was whipping wax, hot wax all down there and just like going, you know, doing her thing. I'm doing internal screams because I'm trying not to scream. And I feel like I've really done her a disservice today and, like, put her in a bind somehow. I'm so stressed out right now. So here's the thing is you – this is something you would do too is in a setting like this where I'm the most vulnerable I've probably ever been, I – besides childbirth, I was like, listen, I know this gal does not like me. I'm going to make you like me by oh, the end for of sure. this because I can't – the fact that you don't well, like me – you've seen parts of me that no one should ever see and <laughs> exactly. I need you to like me. I need that for myself. I need, like, for my I need you to personal. like me. <laughs> Like, well-being, I need to know that we're okay after Right, this. exactly. So, 
Turns out she is waiting for her boyfriend to propose. He's still in oh. Alabama. She's been working really hard. And, like, hopefully she, I mean, hopefully someone doesn't know who she is. Because maybe it's from this story. She's listening. She's like, Amanda? That's the Amanda? <laughs> and so, anyways, I got to know her life story. She is just, like, ready to get her life on the road. She feels a little bit at a standstill. Sure See? enough, by the end of it, I was getting free samples of, like, some oils. Oh she loved me by the end of it. But it had a really rough start to the beginning. And... Word to the wise, don't run late to your first Brazilian. Bring your wallet with you. Maybe wear a mask. I, think I don't my know. My word to the wise is <laughs> don't like, get one. really pray about if you should get a Brazilian <laughs> and why. But also, but now I can't, this is the weird thing. I'm hearing your story and like I think the seven in me is like, now I want to get one because I'm like, the this feels like a rite of passage as right, a woman. Now. Right. I'm and like, the, I think that was out? part of it is I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I've done a lot of things. And so now so when this I is do. It. <laughs> So Brazilian is as most adventurous as we go. <laughs> so I feel like when I get the opportunity to do something new, I get really pumped and I'm like, yeah, like let's do this. Let's I'm do ready it. for like You're an experience. Yeah. So that was my um that was my latest well, experience. I feel, like, I feel like if I go do anything like adventurous beauty wise, I kinda want you with me because like then I know like I'm gonna get the good person. Yeah. And <laughs> I was like, Are you sure? Because I don't know if I'm gonna bring bad juju uh, into that. But I love that you talk to her and like that's really sweet of me. Though, it, I, I was like, listen, we're not going to end on a bad note because no. you've just basically changed my diaper. Like, I'm Wait, not going to. The image. The, <laughs> the image, image The image, the image. She, if you need more imagery, she basically said, bring your knees up to your shoulders. No. Is that what you I'm so, I'm so, like, impressed you went through with it. I feel like at that point I'd be like, and then out. Thank you so much. It was like I was so afraid there. to make her mad. I, it was like, yeah. yeah, tell me to jump and how high and far yeah. I'll do it. Like, and I'll do it, whatever yeah. you need. At that point, I was like, I have... Oh. <laughs> the way that it started, if she would have been more, like, gentle with her um, personality right. in the beginning... <laughs> Just her overall yeah. persona. Yeah. Then I probably would have been a little more, like, me, like, here, here's my needs. Right. But, but because she was very demanding, I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. When? Right now. What do you Yes. Need? yes. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I, okay, seriously though, this is, guys, this is the problem is like Amanda and I would get together and this summer we'd want to record a podcast and these are the stories that would come out from both of us. So it's like, how do you, how do you, where do you go? From how do here? we collect all this together? Like, yeah. how do we, so I feel like I'm hoping you guys missed us and you want to know how we're yeah. doing. I'm so, really hoping I didn't just like unsubscribe you. For sure. If you did, like, I get it. I understand. <laughs> I, I, I feel that. But I would like to say, besides the wax, waxing story, Amanda, I feel like we both had, I don't know, just like not crazy summers, but I feel like we both busy summers had for busy sure. summers. We both had like a lot of things. What I feel like every time we've gotten together, we've had like so much just that we feel like we've been processing that the Lord's been doing for sure. And I feel like we're both in a really like you mentioned this earlier, kind of in a joking way, but I feel like we've been breaking off people pleasing and like yeah, really getting. It's ironic and funny because not ironic. I would say it's the Lord. One thing I've noticed with this podcast is the second we set out to like teach something or do something, God's like, okay, if you want to do that, I'm going to actually take you deeper into that thing. I'm going to actually teach it to you. And we really kind of left you guys hanging in the middle of a series that we were calling Back to the Basics. Yeah. Which I think is really Jesus because I felt like that's what's been happening in my own heart was like... totally The thing that I've been saying is my why for doing anything I feel like has been so important to me. So like I almost feel like I've been overanalyzing everything a little bit, almost in a good way though, of like if I'm doing something, why am I doing it? What's the, what's my actual motivation for it? Is there fruit in it? Is it life-giving for me? Is it like 
leading me towards like what God's called me to. And that's kind of led me down this path, but it really has been like ultimately just getting back to those basics of like, what am I called to as a daughter, as a wife, as a mom, all these things. And it's just kind of like been wrecking me a little bit. And I know you've been in the same spot of just Mm -hmm. like kind of digging up those like things that maybe you've ignored for a long time or like things that just have been there. And I don't know if it's, I would, I would like to think that it probably is a lot of people feeling this way because I think what 2020 and like COVID did Mm -hmm. was it just brought things to the surface. And now I'm kind of sitting with these things and being like, so what do I do with it? Yeah, totally. Right? Like it's like, okay, so all this stuff came up. Like I'm realizing things about myself, about the world, about Mm -hmm. my own health. Like what do I do with these things? And like, how do I not go back to like where I was? And so I would love for you to share and then I'll share too, of course, but like what what's been like the the takeaway for you? Like what did summer look like for you? What are you learning? Like all that. I do feel like 2020 um, revealed a lot of things Mm -hmm. and maybe not even in the moment. I think it took a while to even realize things were revealed until you start until for me, until I started to feel them. And for me, that was, that meant feeling them physically, emotionally. Like I would get actual physical manifestations of what I was feeling, Mm -hmm. not necessarily in a good way, but It actually led me to therapy over the summer for the first time. And I am so, this is, I really wanted to talk about this because I do feel like Christian culture and churches have done us a little bit of a disservice of just not being okay with not being okay, Mm -hmm. you know? And not only that, but if you do, if you're someone who's maybe vocal about going to therapy or whatever, and maybe you're also involved in your church and maybe you're a leader in your church, I think there's been like a, a little bit of like a stigma Oh, well, you're just not praying enough. Oh, you're not in the spirit enough. Oh, you're not in the word enough. Oh, you're not, you're not walking closely enough with Jesus. It's like putting like the Christian bandaid over whatever. On something that actually could be emotional trauma or could be, because the thing I think I'm learning, I've been kind of digging into what trauma is. And I think because I was raised in a really loving home, a Christian home, my parents are still married. I have like a sister who's a Christian, nothing ever felt traumatic. And, but I think what I'm learning on paper, paper, nothing ever felt traumatic Mm -hmm. in my life, but I think what I'm learning is trauma can, has different levels. Like trauma can be anything. And sometimes depending on your personality or just like the way you feel things, things can be manifested if they're never dealt with. And so for me, I think I had a little bit of postpartum trauma with George that I never fully dealt with because COVID hit. And I thought, oh, well, my life is not as bad as that. Or, oh, my life is not as bad as this. So I would push things down and think, I should just be grateful. I should just be grateful. I have, my marriage is great. My kids are healthy. Yeah, I'm like, have tightness in my chest because I'm I'm waking up freaking out all the time, but I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine. I know I Jesus, like, I'm fine. This is like a side note, but I feel like any time I've caught myself, anytime I say things I should blank, I feel like I've caught myself being like, okay, but am I that? Mm, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Because it's like, mm-hmm. I should, like, who said? Who said? Who said I right. should? Like, and if God said I should... Then like that's when you you have an invitation to say, well, take me by the hand and, and lead me lead there because I'm not there right now. Exactly. But like I feel like the religious voice says I should. Yeah. I should. Mm-hmm. Like I should be more grateful. I mm-hmm. should have it together. I mm-hmm. should whatever. And it's like, okay, but are you? And right. like I as you're sharing this, Amanda, like I just want to say as your best friend, like watching you walk through this journey mm-hmm. and even like today, you sitting here so confidently mm-hmm. saying, I'm in therapy. Like, I'm, I have tears in my eyes right now. Like, Aww, I'm so proud of you. Because, I just got chills. No, truly, because that's I'm really like, sweet. like, that's one of the, I think one of the beautiful things of us having waited to, you know, take this break when we needed yeah, one yeah. and just being real with where we're at because 
like you wouldn't have shared this. No, to be honest, I don't think no, you would have. No. I don't think you would have. Like, I, I was still processing yeah. it, and to be honest, hadn't told certain family or friends even then. I just that's so true. Oh my gosh, that is the Lord. Yeah, because. I went all summer. I went the first time in May and then I went for like three months and I broke down and processed so much that I really think us not doing the podcast, even though it was unintentional on our part, I do think that the Lord was covering us for some Mm -hmm. reason that we may not even like fully know, but that was a lot of it for me is you're right. I would have, I wouldn't have talked about it openly yet because I would have felt bad not sharing it with like certain people in my life. And them only hearing it here. And that's another thing is I protected it for a while because that's what God told me to do. Yeah. So I remember... Because it was probably just for you and It him. was. It was. It I was think for, that's okay. I think that's actually like... I think sometimes we feel like we have to share everything or right. we share nothing. And, and you and I are sharers. Yes. And I think sometimes I... Mean, I we have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I just shared about my little uh, you yeah, know, you downstairs experience. That, so so. <laughs> I don't know how vulnerable it gets. But I really felt like there was a moment where... It, you know, COVID was kind of like not coming to it's, we're still in it, but people were starting to like get back to normal over the summer, like do certain things. And I just remember feeling so heavy, so heavy. And to the point where I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would just have, I would have nothing else in me to even do but pray. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I couldn't even articulate words. It was just saying the name of Jesus over and over and over or saying scripture over and over and over until I fell asleep. Like words that God has already spoken over me because I didn't have the strength or energy or the mental capacity to just come up with what I was feeling. Cause I could, it was stuff that I couldn't even put into words. Yeah. And that's why I'm so thankful for scripture too, because it's like when you don't have the words to say or to articulate a certain way that you're feeling, it's just so kind of the Lord to have given us words that we can speak over ourselves. So I just feel like that's a gift. And like that there are words of, there's so much, so many words of lament or of sorrow or of people expressing the same things like it's not like you're the first person to cry out to the lord yeah or to feel like where are you god it's like there's those scriptures too but then there's other language to be like okay but you're here you're present like you're with me it's so good and i think that so i had just i kind of had had this holy spirit moment where i told tyler i was like listen i think i need to go talk to somebody and i'm so grateful that he was so supportive he was like tell me when, where, like the cost, like you, you do whatever you feel like you need to do, which was such, if he would have been a little more hesitant, I think I would have been been hesitant of like, Mm -hmm. oh, you're right. You're right. You know, maybe I could, maybe I should wait a little bit. I think I am fine. So I'm just thankful for him as like a partner and a husband for as the way that he just led me to that so easily. It felt like it was like a push of like, yep, go for it. You can do it. Yeah. Um, and it was just so good. I feel like I learned so much about myself. I, some stuff that I'm still breaking down, but I think what it did more than anything was it just allowed me to be okay with exactly how God's made me. You know, like I think for a long time, I probably apologized for certain things that I didn't need to apologize for Mm -hmm. because of people pleasing, because I was like, oh, if that makes you uncomfortable, okay, then I won't do it. Okay. Well, if you don't understand me, then I won't share it. Okay. Well, if you don't, I'm, and it's funny. I have a friend who, on our drive to that women's, I, we went to a women's conference a few weeks ago with a friend and she said something, which is just, it's incredible to have godly friends. Cause she called out something to me that I don't even realize I do until she said it. And I was telling a story or explaining something. Oh, it was about cussing. It was actually it was because she had, she said some cuss word and I told her, and it was like in passing, like just in a funny story. And I said, 
she was like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And I was like, honestly, I'm not offended by it because I said, I, I think it's kind of funny. And I was like, but I don't do it because it doesn't feel comfortable to me. And I, and I was explaining to her while she shouldn't, I was explaining to her that it was okay, but it's just, it's just not something that comes out of my mouth. And she so kindly was like, why? She was like, why are you explaining yourself? She wow. said, she was, why? She was, you do that a lot. And she said, why do you feel the need to explain yourself? And I thought, oh my gosh, like I do explain myself a lot. And wow. I, isn't that so? That's actually like a really kind, kind right? Kind of say, Just like, like a kind. You don't need to explain yourself And she to goes, me. I'm going to break you of this. She goes, you don't need to explain yourself to me. And she goes, why do you do it? And I really, I mean, and we're driving a car and I was really like sitting there. I was like, oh my goodness, you're so right. And I like sat in and thought about it and I said, oh my gosh. I said, do you know what it is? I was like, I want to make sure that you don't feel judged by what you're doing. So I'm letting you know, hey, if, if that like if that feels comfortable coming out of your mouth, okay, I don't judge you, but I don't and blah, blah, blah. And I like went into this spiel of – Right, instead of just like letting her be her and you being you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. she was like, I know why you do it. She said, you want to make sure everyone else in the room is comfortable and that they don't feel judged by you and that they can come to you however they are and you will accept them. And I was like, that's exactly – Which is so beautiful. Which it is, but it – that was never my job. Yeah. God never told me it's wow. my job to make people feel comfortable. Ooh. Right? That just, like, convicted me when you said that. Because you're literally, I mean, like. I do. I make sure. Yeah, and, if you look but, at Jesus, it's like he was being him. He was being who God called him to be. Right. And nowhere in scripture was he trying to make, I mean, clearly, he was not trying to make people. Comfortable. Comfortable. Right. He even literally said, like, I am the stumbling block. Like, that's going to make wow. you stumble. I mean, it's going to make... It's going to make you... It's going to take you back. Oh, yeah. I think it's like Matthew... I don't know where it is, but it said... He literally said out of his mouth, like, blessed are those who are unoffended because of me. Like, oh, like if you're... Like, so some good. of you are going to be offended. Right. But blessed are you that aren't. But, like, he didn't say... He didn't say, if you're so offended, if you're offended, I'm going to put some cushions around it and then make you right. feel, like, good about it. Isn't that wild? Wow. It, it And now I've noticed... I'm so thankful that she, like, called it out because now I've been watching myself do it. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's hard for people like you and I, like who are natural, like talkers. Like, yes, I think we verbally process, we verbally process. And so that can lead to like saying, feeling like you need to explain everything or say everything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's times where I'm like, I just need to shut my mouth. Like I don't need to explain or have, have a, you know, a reason. Like I've, I've caught myself doing things like that with when I say no. Yeah. Like in the past I used to reason. give this long reason Mm -hmm. and like explain every reason why. Mm -hmm. And like, really, like, I, my no is a no. Mm-hmm. Like, I can just say no, mm-hmm. and there really doesn't need to be a reason behind right. it. You're, it's yeah. like, and I and I, I think it got, that got so bad for me that I actually needed to do it to myself. Like, I couldn't even say no to someone until I had processed it completely with myself why I was saying no. Yeah. Instead of sometimes it being, hey, I'm tired, and I'm at capacity, yeah. and, like, I don't want to do this. Uh-huh. I, I've, I've, for so long said yes to things that I don't want to do at all. Right. Because, just I, because in to... my head, I don't have a good enough reason to say no. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like, why is me why not is wanting time... to a good enough reason? Right. Right. Exactly. And the other things that God has called me to that I don't really even have to put words to, I just know in my heart that those come first. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So yeah, it was been, it's, I just feel like I've been, we've both been kind of um, dissecting like our faith and like breaking it down a little bit and going back to the basics, which I do feel like our past series was so prophetic it and really we did not was. even realize it. It really was. Um, just in our own way. And I've also, so yeah, therapy has been incredible. I'm not in it currently anymore, but I just, I feel so much lighter and I just would encourage anyone who maybe is feeling that stirring in their heart and who's in the church and 
who does have community, or maybe you don't, but who on paper, it looks like there would be no need for therapy. If you feel it in your heart, like this is just an encouragement that I think you should go for it because the Lord, I, this is the conclusion I came to was I, sh- I wrestled with it because I felt it in my heart for a while. Like maybe I should go, but like, I don't know what is something really wrong with me. Maybe I'm okay. You just kind of did the whole battle in my head. And then I came to this conclusion where I felt like the Lord so tenderly said, Amanda, if I have made you for such a time as this, it's okay to utilize the resources for mm-hmm. such a time as this. And then I went yeah. and I felt peace about well, it. Well, and just so to be transparent, like just so you guys, listeners know, like I've been in therapy on and off for I think four years maybe or yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. And the way that that I view it is, like, God has all these different names for himself. And I think different people carry different, like, images of his face more than others. Like, Mm -hmm. the example of that would be he's the healer. But, Mm -hmm. like, Stephen carries a mantle as a healer because he's a doctor, right? So, like, he is getting to express the Mm -hmm. healing power of the Lord through what he does. And, like, sometimes it's miraculous. Sometimes it's slower process. Sometimes it doesn't happen the way that we want. But, like but he's getting to like live that out as the tangible hands and feet of Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I personally believe in doctors. So like, right. I'm sick. I'm going to a doctor. Because, right. Like I think I've made you for such a right, time. I'm not the expert <laughs> yeah, in that. Just totally. like, I'm a worship leader. And when people come to church, like I'm the one that happens to be leading worship. Doesn't mean that other people can't worship God. No, but it means there's a special anointing on my life mm-hmm. to lead people. Into it's the called, presence, that's your gift. Right. Yeah. And I think it's the same with counselor. Like he calls mm-hmm. Holy spirit. Another name for it is the mighty counselor. Totally. Right. And like, and he says, I'm going to send a comforter. I'm going to send a counselor. Mm-hmm. But, like, counselors are trained and, like, get to be an expression of the Lord that really are counseling yeah. and leading. And there's something so beautiful about having a safe place mm-hmm. to process, to ask questions, to, to dive deeper. There really And is. now that you've opened that door, it's like you're not in it every week right now, but you could always go I back. I could always go back. It's totally. like you, you've already kind of broken that mm-hmm. barrier. When you were talking, I was thinking about our obsession with Bethany Dillon. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 also known as Bethany Bernard. Bernard, oh. right? That's how you say it. Bernard. Bethany, if you're listening Bethany. and you're not offended by my waxing story, please <laughs> be my friend. No, please be he, our friend. If y'all don't listen, if you didn't grow up listening to Bethany Dillon, like Amanda and I have bonded. She's over my this. childhood, she, or not she's, even child. No, she's like my preteen years. Pre-teens. And here's the thing that's crazy is she has done records where they've all aligned with whatever season Every I'm time. in. Every time, I don't understand. So if y'all don't know who she is, she was like Look a teen Christian artist, and then she actually married one of the Shanes from mm-hmm. Shane and Shane, if mm-hmm. you know who that is. And she's it's been a super long time since she's put out a record. She like, you know, wife, mom, and she just walked through a really tough season yeah. of depression, realizing she had OCD wrestling with like all these questions of what does it look like to be a believer but have these like It even manifested things. into a seizure. Did you know that? No. She had a seizure. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my goodness. She lost her dad. She lost her dad. COVID was happening. COVID happened. She had four kids, like small like just children. Talk about being That's at a capacity. Lot. Yeah. But I think for her, she realized like kind of what we were saying earlier is I have all this going on, but I better keep it together because that's what religion will tell me. And I can't have these questions. And I and need... she's well known. So yeah. it's like oh, there's yeah. probably this, yeah, this pressure of like, what are, you know, people, what are people going to think? Yeah. But through all that, it clearly broke that down and she came out with an album called all my questions it is. and Oof. get some tissues ladies if you're gonna listen like have you the call you blessed song? oh done game right. over every <laughs> every song really every but... song i want her to be on our podcast i know, so badly. I know. It's so we're gonna fresh Lord, Jesus, she if you're listening she's in the dfw metroplex send her our send way, her our way. i mean i feel like it's gonna happen 
Um, we're just prophesying that right now. Yes, but yeah. I just, it was listening to the album, I think, I really was in tears a lot of it because I'm like, we all have questions. Oh. We all have these questions. And why, and, and I think what I'm like kind of deconstructing lately is why are we so afraid to ask them? Like, I don't understand. Jesus literally says like, come as you are. Yeah. And then if I'm coming as I am with a lot of questions, he can handle it. Yeah. He's God. He's Jesus. I heard someone the other day say, you can't offend God's ego because he doesn't have one. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> he's not like, he's not prideful. He's not right. like, like he... He knows. He already. The thing that's funny is he already knows. Right. He already knows. He already like, knows exactly the thoughts, the questions, the doubts, the whatever that we have. And I'm really learning that in this season. Like, what does it look like to just be authentically myself where mm-hmm. I'm at, and to know that I'm loved in that place? Yeah. And having a, a son, like having a child, has really changed that for me because I look at Wilson and I'm like, no question would he come to me and ask that I would be like, I wish he went somewhere else with yeah, that question. Totally. Does that make sense? Totally. Like, even the toughest, the worst questions he could ask. Like, I want to be the one to speak that over him, mm-hmm. to, like, bring that truth. Mm-hmm. I know that a shadow of a doubt, that's what the Lord thinks. Like, yeah. like I'm if I'm going to go anywhere with my questions, he wants it to be him because totally. he can handle them. And he's yeah. going to he's gonna be the only one yes. that's going to be able to give me the truth, right? Absolutely. Like, so I could go with anyone else with those questions or even just keep them stuffed down in myself, but mm-hmm. I'm going to come to my own conclusions that are not from the truth. Totally. They're just not. In, in fact, when you were saying that, I had a conversation with a friend the other day about parenting, and I was like, listen – Here's the, here's the thing. I'm human. I know that somewhere, like, along this parenting journey, I'm going to mess up. I, I know For it sure. because I'm human. Already have. Already have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I told them, but the biggest thing that brings me comfort is knowing, number one, prayer, but knowing that both, well, really just Gwen because George can't carry a full conversation yet, but <laughs> knowing that Gwen is already so comfortable asking me anything. Like, we have, when every night when we do bedtime, it's just this really sweet, safe space, and she, she just asks me all kinds of things, and we just talk, and that is the biggest thing to me is, like, if we have open communication, then I know God can intervene in it. It's going to be yes. okay, because then it will be on – then he, he can handle it. Like, same thing, yeah. and the big – the thing that's hard for me is to think that, again, it's just there's no way that the Lord doesn't have that same pathway, like, for me. Like, I can come to him with anything, even if it's questions that are, like – not super comfortable that you could ask in church or just kind of icky or like, oh, well, uh, you know, those questions. He's yeah. not, he can handle them. 100%. And, and I think like he wants us to, to in different seasons to like pause to evaluate so that we can lead to more maturity. Cause if mm-hmm. you just keep going full steam ahead mm-hmm. with whatever you're doing, wherever you're at, I think that's where it does lead to like, oh no, I got to this place. I don't even know how I got here. And yeah. like, I should have paused a while ago and asked the question yeah. or reevaluated or whatever that looks like. I mm-hmm. think for me this summer, one thing that sounds so silly but was like really impactful for me was I took the summer off of social media and so good. I I don't know what made me think to do that, but I was thinking about how like growing up, one of my favorite things about summer was that it really was this like break of right. the normal routine. Yeah. It was yeah. like and for someone like me who's dull enough on a seven or a three, <laughs> but like big personality, you know, goes hard on whatever I'm doing, like right. really high energy person. I I needed to know even growing up that like I could have a time of set rest, a mm-hmm. time where things look different, where yeah. I wasn't expected to show up every day to school. Totally. Like, and I loved being at school, but like mm-hmm. I remember sleeping in so much in the summer yeah. and like really like taking time that was slower. And the weird thing about like summer, if you think about being in school when you're before social media, like school was where you knew everything that was going on. Right. It was where like you were caught up on the drama, you like knew the gossip, <laughs> you knew who was together, who wasn't summer 
like you really only saw the people who were actually really important to you. Or yeah, or you you yeah. intentionally hung out with right. them. Right, you intentionally. Like you if, if you're like right. you're a close enough friend with me that I'm gonna intentionally set a time to see you, I'm gonna see you. Yeah. Um, it really was the time that you like were spent. Typically for our family, it was family vacation, so yeah. it was like quality time with our family. It was just slower, and I think I like realized that mentally like this is the first season actually in my life where I haven't worked on like a school calendar because typically I was either doing youth ministry or working at a school with a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like I had those natural breaks built in but now working up a room like that's not how that works it's like for a year long and I just was like oh the idea in my brain that there's not a set like break and even okay even Steven like he was in residency or in medical school so he was on the semester yeah and now he's working like all the time so it's it's weird because like oh like I didn't realize that was such a formative rhythm in my life yeah that I needed to instill and I I felt like a way I could do that was taking that much time off of social media that's so good it made me like just not aware of what was going on in anyone's life that wasn't someone I would call or text or see yeah and it just made things like a little bit slower Mm -hmm. and it, it made me realize like man there's things that I like compare or think on or focus on that actually like if I don't see them mm-hmm. by scrolling like I don't care right no <laughs> exactly. I don't know you yeah. know and and the comparison thing is something I have always struggled with and I I know it's something I like really need to keep like digging deeper in but I I realized that with social media like it it can formulate for me at least like what I feel like is expected of me yeah or what I feel like it looks like to be a good Christian yeah. or a good mom or a good wife or right. an attractive female like right or even things. what it looks like or maybe even like to go deeper what it looks like for other people to think who cammy is wow oh wait that's so good you know like other people's perception of you yeah. like my uh, the apparent need of me to like make other people feel comfortable yes it's like it, there could be something there it's like this invisible need for you to make sure like people see this part of this version of Kimmy yes. or whatever, yeah. you know, oh, for and sure. maybe it's unintentional. Yes. But, like, cause I think we all do it in some shape or form. And apparently mine was like, yeah, <laughs> that I'm realizing is like, Oh, I need to make sure everyone knows I'm not going to judge you. Yes. 100%. It's like, what, what does it actually look like to be really me? And like, what, I mean, even like the things that you'll catch yourself like posting, I've been trying to be more intentional with, like if I'm going to post a story about Olsen, mm-hmm. Or of Olsen, like, I never will not post it if, like, he does something that's not perfect. Does that make sense? I know that sounds so silly. But, like, there's times where, like, I'm, you know, doing a cute video of him and, like, he, like, you know, I don't know, he doesn't only throw tantrums yet, but, you know, like, he does something that asks him to do something and he doesn't do it. Or, like, he, you know, pushes the phone away or whatever. Like, like, I'm not gonna, like, or he doesn't, like, he's not looking at the camera. Just those weird things. Weird things, I think, like, it's just weird. It's like, yeah. he is who he is. He's a child. And yes. it actually convicts me of like, I'm also a child and yeah. I'm not supposed to be perfect either. Yes. Like, I mean, I'm not a child on this earth. You're a child of I'm God. I'm a child of God, yeah. you know? And like, so I, I don't know. It's just, it led to me to just kind of evaluating my why behind things mm-hmm. and realizing that if we're going to the back to the basics theme, like a lot of the things that actually bring me the most joy are super unpostable moments. Like, absolutely. Because also side note, Stephen hates social media. So like, the moments where I'm sitting on the couch with him, like I don't post a ton of, about our marriage, but it's right. just because he doesn't, he's not on social media. Right, right. So like having a camera in his face or like in our moments where he's being funny or whatever, mm-hmm. it just, it actually feels really inauthentic in yeah. this season. Yeah, 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 totally. And I'm like, I just want to be authentic. Mm-hmm. I really desire that. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like it's something the Lord's doing in the church as a whole, like mm-hmm. with Bethany sharing her stuff, with you feeling to share. It's like, yeah. there's a cry and a hunger for non-believers to see... For just Jesus. Jesus lived out in people's lives in a way that's really real. Mm-hmm. Where we're like, I don't have all the answers, don't really know what it looks like, 
but like it's me just like working out my salvation daily by loving him yeah and absolutely. being where I'm at absolutely you know and I know it's like this weird um this sounds like a weird like paradox thing but something that's brought me so much comfort when I feel like the world just feels like so much or my schedule feels like so much or life just feels so much and like how am I going to juggle all these like mom wife work friend podcasts making sure I help people helping is like my love language and so I feel the need to just constantly be helping other people and then you know if the world's falling apart and then everyone's fighting it, overwhelming. It, just, it just feels overwhelming and like a lot and sometimes what I've learned is like I would take that to bed when the house is quiet and I would shut my eyes it would like it would all come flooding in when, I mean I can so relate to that and I couldn't shut it down and you know what's brought me so much comfort other than prayer first like just speaking scripture and praying is I feel like a Holy Spirit whispered to me like it's okay you're small like just be small like you're not it's not all of this that isn't for cry. you and do you know how much comfort it in that this is gonna sound crazy but in that moment feeling small felt so freeing like it was like I just want to be small yeah I am small I'm one person in a bajillion people in the world that I'm is small. so my my problems beautiful. are not like I am small yeah you know and I can be that and, and like, I can be small that it's funny because I feel like God said a very similar thing to me recently which is like Again, like Jesus for him to yeah. be speaking the same thing to yes. both of us. But it was actually, I was saying it over someone else. But then when, when I said it, I was like, I need to hear that. But a friend of mine was walking through, like, she just had our third child. They all got COVID. It was like a really hard, like, postpartum situation. Oh, my gosh. Just so much fear involved with that. But That's also, like, any help that was going to come help them was couldn't afraid. come. Yeah, probably. And so she just was, like, you know, vulnerable. And I was like, I'm dealing with a lot of fear right now. And I was praying for her and I heard the Lord say, oh, cause she was saying almost exactly what you're saying. She's saying it's hardest at night because I yes. literally can't sleep because I feel like I have to make sure that everyone's breathing. Everyone's okay. Like, like I have three kids to care for. And like, I, if I sleep, like who's, who's watching doing yeah. this? And I was praying and I heard the Lord say, I will take the night watch. Ugh, and I like spoke I that chills. to her and it made me like, I was like, God is telling you he will take the night watch. And mm. I was like, I need that for my own life so bad because I need to know that when I'm sleeping, when I'm at rest, when I'm not trying to figure out all the world's problems, like he's that's awake. when he's awake yeah. and he's taking the night watch mm-hmm. and he is covering me. And so I've mm-hmm. started saying that to myself, like when I get into my bed and I can see those, you know, feel those racing thoughts or yeah. I can feel like there's still a heaviness from the weight of the world. Right. I'm like, can you take the night watch? Remind me that yeah. you're taking the night watch because I need to know that you're you're the watchman over my yeah. life. I'm not. Like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't watch the whole world. And like, I think about can't. how Gwen, like, will be like, mommy, can you stay? Like, if I'm putting her in bed, we'll be like, mommy, can you stay and pat my back? Or George will say, and it's like, I think we're all, that doesn't just go away, but as we be that need or that want to have someone mm-hmm. over you, I don't think it goes no. away. I think we just get, become adults. And then that's not like socially like, a thing anymore. <laughs> exactly. You're know, like, mommy, pat my, I'm 32, mommy, come yes. pat my back. You know, there's been moments of that where I'm yeah, in like complete definitely. panic or whatever. I, I need somebody there. But like, I just think it's so kind that that's where we're talking about the different, like all the facets of God. And that's father God of being like, no, I'm here. I'm, I'm your father. I love you. And you're just, you're, you're small right now. And that's okay. And it's brought me so much comfort because I also think, you hear a lot in just church culture of like, God's about to do something big. God, you know, there is big, you are big things on your horizon. God's got big plans for you. Big, 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 big. And I think we just hear this, oh, okay, well, like we're all, cons- God's all consuming. He's big. Then therefore we're big. If we take on the sword of the spirit, like we're armor of God, everything's big, big, big. And so it's been so, that's what I meant by like a paradox of like just something completely different, but that is God. 
You know what I mean? He does the different thing. And so it's been so comforting to just lay my head down at night. And then instead of letting the enemy put all those thoughts into my mind, I literally just say, it's okay. I'm small. And I just go to bed. I love that so much. That's so good. Like, And it's so simple. It's It's so so Jesus. It's just simple. And I think we complicate it. And the Lord just comes in and completely wrecks all of it. And it's like, listen, you're small. You're small. I'm big. Yeah. Go to sleep. Okay. I like never thought hearing I'm I'm small would be so comforting. Right, you right. Know, like, I was saying, it sounds and even in not even in church culture, but just in the, our world as a culture. It's like, show up big, be big, yeah. yeah like and have like a that, big presence, have a big following, right. get make big money, like do have a big house. It's everything is big. Nobody prays as small. Right. And so I think to hear the Lord so tenderly whisper like be small, it felt so freeing. That's and that's the that's the humility of like. I must decrease so you can increase. Yes. Like, I, like our prayer set, that's so funny we're talking about this right now because our prayer set at church on Wednesday, That's a, that was the theme. It was all like, you are you are worthy and yeah. you are like the holy God and I'm I'm not. Like right. I'm, right. I, and I don't, I don't have to be. And right. that's like so comforting. It is comforting. Know? And even like scripturally, like reading that I'm just actually dust or like I'm like a lamb to be slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> a part of it feels like, oh, I am. I like, am. I'm just dust. Yeah. I think my life's important and, you know, I mean, and it is. Both. You're right. It's both. But hands. it's funny how it's, it's just like finding, I feel like that's to sum everything up that we've been talking about. I feel like that's what it is. I'm finding, I'm learning. I haven't found it yet and I don't think I will this side of heaven, but like I'm learning what it's like to like live in that in between of I am so like I have the ability to do such big things, but yet at the same time, I'm so temporary. Mm-hmm. There's not, you know, there's right. nothing. It's just, the world does not revolve around me. The world does not revolve around me. And great. Yeah. I'm so thankful yes. for that. Yes. And, that's fr- and that is freeing. Yes, that's exactly. So exactly. Oh my goodness, guys. It, it feels so good to be back. It does. It really does. It, I'm like excited. The spirit moved. He did. Like, I, I feel really like it was real. I and do. I also like, I'm excited for what's to come because I feel like, one of the vulnerable things about having a podcast is I'm sure if we went back and listened to beginning episodes, we'd be like cringing oh at something she said. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's that's the risk of, of stepping out. And yeah. it's the same with like first songs I wrote. You know, I'm like, yeah. those were not good. Exactly. But they were good. They were great. Season. Yeah. And I, I feel like we've both entered a new season of maturity that will only hopefully continue to grow. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where God leads this season. I'm excited for Advent again. Oh my goodness. Which yeah, sounds like be, forever away, but, but it's, it's really not. Really not. No. And so I hope that you guys, if that's something that you enjoyed last season, or if you don't know what we're talking about, more to come on that, but get ready for that with us. We'd love for you to invite more people to it's join in this so season because it's going to be really good. Um, but thank you guys for being so patient with us and being a safe place. And I'm just excited. It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. We love you guys. So I'm Cammy. I'm Amanda. We are Basically Basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic.